Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Sustainable 143. Welcome yourself, old to Sustainable 143. How are you, my cheeky little chipmunk? Better than ever, even if the British Podcast oh, Awards... Bastards. Bastards didn't feel the need to nominate anyone that isn't like the BBC or the Guardian. Yeah. Or some other independent podcast. But anyway, we don't need their validation, do we, Dave? No, we're a real podcast about the environment. Mm. Uh, Yes, and so we're going to talk about people and the planet and why, despite everything being so nause, we can still have a chuckle about it every now and then. Ain't we all? Yes. And what are we going to talk about this week, then? Well, Dave, we're going to be talking about some snow and ice that's going into the sea, specifically glaciers. Oh, do you mean glaciers? No, I mean glaciers. Fine. Uh, I don't know how you say that word. Maybe it is glacier. Who knows? But anyway, glaciers going into the sea faster than they should, uh, making world wetter. Whoops, bad. We're also going to be talking about our friends Shell, the lovely puppies at that energy company, who might be being slightly less in hoffy than they have been. But obviously, all of the environment movement is going, yeah, humbug. Uh, and we're going to say, is that okay? Humbugging. We're going to be talking about some very good news, which is particularly good if you are a lung or a respiratory system in London, uh, because the stinky air is going to get less stinky because of a new Tic Tacs, which has been tic-tacs. introduced. Tic Tacs. A new t- Tic Tacs. Tacs. Yeah, tic-tacs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah tic-tacs, yeah. which has been introduced on Stinky Cars. And finally, Dave, and I will let you do this one because you should take credit for it. What are we going to be talking about? Well, we're going to be talking about eggs. Oh, we're going to be talking about eggs. Now, did you know what the origin of the word in tennis, love, as in love 15, you know, to signify zero points is? I'll be honest, I never knew that. Often wondered, haven't bothered looking it up. It is, it is off of the French, because all them words in tennis are off of the French. And it means lerf, as in it's a shape of an egg, zero. Oh. Lerf, uh, so eggs. Uh, and Andy Murray is a tennis player, so Murray mints... Uh, Love eggs. <laughs> right, so that's that's Andy Murray, Mint, Tic Tacs in London, but a humbug about Shell <laughs> yes. and Glaciers. Glaciers. Well done us. It's a mint theme. Yes, a mint you theme. You can all go home happy. Uh, just the usual disclaimer before any of that whiffery. We do work for environmental charities, don't we all? Yes. But these are very much our own choose- views. So if you've got <laughs> any beef with anything that we say, if anything that we say makes you mentful, take it up oh, with dang. me and all, and not with anyone for whom we work. Yes? Absolutely. Yeah, it would be uh, a pillow blow if polo <laughs> flow yes if you were to take it up with anyone for whom we work am I still on are you still recording no you cut me off haven't you things that make you go Jesus shitting oh god Things that make us go a bit wibbly wobbly on the inside because everything's scary. What is it this week, Dave? Oh, oh, well, this is about glaciers. Glacier, what is it? I don't know. What do they say about mints? What's the mints? Glacier glacier mints. Glacier mints. Who's the thing that comes and puts glass in your windows? That's a glazier. Right, so it's not that. Who's the people at home Manchester United? The glazers. Right. What are the things that you shave your face with? Why am I asking you that? Yeah. Um... Scissors. (laughs) Scissors. <laughs> so, this is about glaciers. Now, there's some news in of all places, all of all places, and this does continue the rather encouraging trend of since that 
Paul <laughs> Dacre left the Daily Lordy. Mail. Um, it, the, the Daily Mail has stopped being bastards about the environment. Have you noticed? Yeah. Yeah. They had a great I mean, big... totally stopped. No, but they had a great big uh, week-long ser- uh, series of pullouts. I think it was last week or the week before, all about, like, with pictures of David Attenborough all over it, all about how you can save... The natural world. Um, in fact, hang on, I might have it. I might have it here. I do have it here. All I don't know if you've seen this. Um, so this is a pullout that I rescued from the Daily Mail. This was from your this was from Monday. your Daily Mail. Well, we get it. We we yes, we get um, it at home. We get it at home. We take um, the Daily Mail. And, 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 this was in the Daily Mail. Tell people what it says. It says how you can save our planet. And what can you see? A large tiger yeah, about to eat David Attenborough. Yeah, and on the back, tigers are perhaps the most loved of all the big cats. Yeah, and in the middle. Polar bears, yeah. lots and lots of polar bears. Now, what they yeah. don't tell you about this, Ol, is it is great. Um, they've got a load of solutions. Those are things you can do about it. Would you, mm. would you like to know what every single one of those solutions is? Is it uh, swear at the government until you're blue in the face that they must do far more to invest in clean energy and stop backing fossil fuels? Nope. Uh, you can donate to WWF for as little as £3 a month. Golly, right. Adopting an endangered animal. Right. Oh. That's how you save the planet. Okay. Might have to do... <laughs> I hope we don't have to record this bit again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it would be different, won't it? We might have to update our Earth Hour episode uh, and expand it somewhat. No matter what you think about global warming or other eco-Marxist causes, the fact of the matter is that electricity makes us all richer, healthier, longer-lived and freer. Thanks to electricity. Mm. Anyway, let's focus on the positive. Daily Mail have written a thing about how all the glaciers, glaciers are melting. That's the positive, is it? Yeah. Well, the positive is they've (laughs) written it. Right. The bad, less positive thing is that they are melting. Now, glaciers have always melted. They've always flown down like rivers to the sea, gone into the sea, if that's where they're going. But they are doing that all a lot faster. They're losing a lot, lot of water. Enough water... Some some silly, silly stat in here that the amount of water, the amount of ice that has been lost from glaciers in not very long at all is enough to cover the entire 48 states of the United States, lowland states, uh, in about four feet of ice. So all of America in about four feet of ice. And that's just from the ice that that has been lost from these glaciers in what? Uh, 50 uh, odd years, something like years, that. Something, yeah, yeah, brace yourself, all large number coming. Um, oh, it's going to be losing, the biggest number ever. It's a pretty big number. They are losing 369 billion tonnes of snow and ice each year. Uh, get your calculator thingy out on Ooh. your... Uh, on so your, hang on, like, so one tonne. Well, let's do this A tonne is heavy, right? A tonne ton is heavy. A tonne is 1,000 kilograms. Okay, so that's... Right, so put a kilogram. A thousand, we're, we're doing this in kilograms, Okay, right? so that's 1,001 kilogram uh, bags of sugar. Yes, or or indeed one kilogram dogs. I mean... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I only understand sugar. <laughs> right. right. One kilo I've got in my phone. I've got yeah. one in my phone. Now, I'll tell the listeners about what's happening. If you just double that and tell me when you get to 369 billion, that'd be great. Right. Good. Uh, yeah, so there's been a great big study of glaciers, glaciers worldwide. Um, and yeah, they're shrinking faster than people thought, like 18% faster than scientists thought. Basically, bad thing. And as the Daily Mail of all places confesses and admits and state in a bleeding obvious, it's global warming. What's doing it? Are you there yet? Numbers on my screen have stopped being real numbers and have started featuring letters like E. 
Ah, right. Does it? How many? How many? Uh, what's the number after e? Nine. Uh, th- uh, three hundred sixty-nine e. Uh, one point zero seven three seven four two e nine. Keep going. Hello, computer. Just use the keyboard. The keyboard. How quaint. Um, so this is obviously bad. Oh, yes, this is bad. Um, no, hugely bad. Uh, hugely no, I'm bad. sorry. Don't let my cheery tone uh, mask the fact that this is absolutely catastrophically bad and almost certainly going to get worse in terms of the speed with which they're melting and and um, the impacts it will have on billions of people's ability to feed themselves and uh, and then the sort of forced global migration that will happen as a result. Yeah, it's bad because the issue is primarily. What the what's the problems with glaciers melting? Oh, uh, mainly, particularly in the Himalayan region, that they supply water for drinking, but also for crops and stuff, uh, uh, and like the rivers that people sustain themselves on for for millions and millions of people. Bad. Yeah. And then it's going in the water, and that's pushing sea levels up. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Although that's what the, the reports always tend to sort of focus on, which is a weird thing about climate change, isn't it? People always get very upset about sea level rise, which is obviously bad, particularly if you live in a low-lying, very vulnerable country and, like, you know, that's your home, then you're going to have to move. But I, I'm much more worried about things like rivers no longer running and, you know, people not being able to grow crops anywhere mm. along the length of that river and stuff. Yes, I can see why that's a concern, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, what I've got a confession to make about glaciers. Yeah. Glaciers. I don't really care. Gosh. Well, by which I mean, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Now, allow me to clarify before you rip me up like I ripped up the Daily Mail a minute ago. <laughs> um, obviously, I care about this stuff, what we've just been talking about. You're going to get a glacier quiz in a minute, which might make me care a bit more. Okay. Right? I care about this stuff. What I mean is I've never seen a glacier. Have you not? Nope. Never been there, no, no. Uh, never been where, wherever it is. Well, we'll ask you that in Glacier Quiz. Um, <laughs> never been there. Um, can't really comprehend it. Even if I could really comprehend it, it's like caring about a mountain going away. It's a bit like a big mm. thing. I should find it a bit hard to emotionally engage with a glacier. And there, um, in a nutshell, is why climate change well, is going to go completely unchecked. I'm not criticising you. No. It's the same with all sorts I'm just, of I'm just, I'm just Joe change, Public, aren't I? I'm just, yeah. I'm just, yeah. It's like that forest in, where, where was it, Costa Rica or... So one of the tropical forests that has been completely untouched by, you know, farming or any of the other usual things that no- knock off all the animals and the insects. And like in uh, about 20 years, 90% of the bird life has gone and like 90% of the insects have gone. Uh, and it's just caused climate change because it's such a kind of niche that that forest occupies in terms of like temperature. Uh, the, the little change that we've had has meant all of the insects can't survive. And so they're gone. And but no one, but that's miles away. No one knows about it. No one cares about it because it's not relevant to our day to day lives. I understand that. I mean, you're a bastard, but I understand it. Right, glacier quiz. Question number one: Are you ready for glacier quiz? Yes. <laughs> Question number two: In acres, how big have you got to be to be a glacier? Oh. Good question. Yeah. Uh, In fact, hang on, question zero. What's a glacier? A glacier? Glacier, is, sorry. Glacier. Glacier. Is, oh, how would I define this? Do you want a silly answer or a serious answer? Uh, it's up to you, really. Okay, I'll try serious. Yeah. Um, 
A f- big flowing river of ice. River of ice? Yeah, well, it's moving. Slowly. Yeah. Yeah, like great big... And not like how you might imagine like the Thames being frozen over or something, but like... Zonking, no, no. zonking great pile of ice size of mountain. Yes. 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 Gouging out cliffs and valleys as it moves down mountainside or whatever, yeah. Which is where a lot of our topography comes from. Yeah, exactly. So yes. last ice age ends glaciers retreat, scouring out big chunks of uh, the landscape and leaving us with what we've got. Leaving Reading and Swindon behind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Good. Okay. Uh, right. So question number two. Maybe we'll get some new towns out of climate change when all the glaciers are gone. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a Swindon Mark too. How big have you got to be to be a glacier in oh, Acres? Oh, in Hectors, I don't know. Acres. Uh, acres. Or well, football fields. Do it in football fields. How big, how, how, <laughs> changing the goalposts. No, I'm not. The goalposts are staying. Uh, how many football fields? Uh, probably 500. No, 19. 19 football fields. That's a glacier. You've got to be that big. That's not very big. Glacier. That's pretty big. It, it, did you think you could run for, across 19 football fields without yep. having to have the little sit-down? Yep. No, I don't think you could. Its beautiful golden stone cloisters are the perfect place to go jogging every morning whilst making those last-minute budget decisions. 300k. Right. Uh, question number three. Um, how wide is the largest glacier on Earth in miles? Ooh. I should clarify. Does Greenland count as a glacier? No. I should clarify that uh, this is sourced from information over three years old. So as far as I know, it's no longer applied. They've all gone in the sea. Yeah, it's yeah. now half a metre. Yeah. Uh, how wide in miles? Four miles? 60 miles wide and 270 miles long. The Lambert Glacier in Antarctica. Uh, I was going to say it must be in Antarctica. Yeah, where it's really, really cold um how much in percent of the world's fresh water supply is bound up in glaciers bound up as in in glaciers uh, it's gonna be a lot 30 percent higher oh no Oh, this is bad for, you know, humanity and stuff. 45%? Higher. 60%? Higher. 90%. 69%. Hey! Oh, no, we're talking about the end of all life on Earth. (laughs) I know, but as I said to you many times, if we're going to go down in a pit of hellfire, we might as well have smutty 69 jokes on the way. Oh, you are awful, but I like you. If every glacier and ice sheet on Earth melted... Say that again? If every glacier and ice sheet on Earth melted... Better. um, In feet, how much would global sea levels rise by? In feet? In feet. Do it in metres if you divide Uh, it. I think it... Every oh, every glacier and ice sheets, every bit of okay. ice currently on and land. That includes Greenland and like West Antarctic and stuff. Uh, okay, that's going to be a lot. So that'll be several hundred meters. Uh, I'm going to say 600 feet. Uh, 260 feet. So yes, that's quite a lot. That's okay. Not uh, several hundred meters then. It's about nearly 100 meters. 80 odd meters. Eight, yeah, something like that. Okay, uh, that's still quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's still going to put. Yeah, hang on. Is my house? 
I don't think my house is 80 metres above sea level. No, I don't think it's like mine is. Um, I don't think yours is. Um, and it, but we're on the first floor of this building and we'd be underwater. So that's how that goes down. Perfect. Right, good. That's the end of Glacier Quiz. Um, so that's all very bad. I don't really have any great insight into glaciers, having not seen any. But I did want to talk about the I've, avalanche I've of poo. I've been on one. Go on, what's it like? On Fox's Glacier in New Zealand. Shut up, there's not a glacier yeah. called Fox's Glacier. Is, yeah, yeah. No, there isn't. No, there is. I'm not a cretin. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not true. But there is uh, a Fox's Glacier. Let me just Google it. Yeah, I went on it in 2006. Did you uh, have any difficulty keeping your balance on that? Uh, no, I was, I was in New Zealand very briefly uh, and uh, went on the glacier. It was very cool. I believe that it has now melted so much that they no longer let you do that. So, oh. Do uh, they let you have a poo on it? Uh, they don't encourage that. Because? I suppose if I needed one, there was nowhere else to go. Uh, well, why don't they encourage it all? Because it's hugely antisocial. Because? Poo's horrible. Poo is horrible. Now, I wanted to talk to you for a minute about the avalanche of poo. Excellent. Now, Is this climate change in general? Uh, pretty much. As you pointed out, as metaphors go, this is going, right? So there is a uh, glacier which is on a mountain in North America, in Alaska. Yep. Um, and the glacier, Denali, I think it's Denali, called. Denali, that's right. And Tallest mountain in North America. Well, I did not know that. And its, uh, it's glacier is melting. Mm. And what's been happening for years and, years and years and years and years and years and years is that people have gone climbing up that glacier with their pickaxes and, you know, whatever. And they've gone, oh, I need a poo. Yeah, I've come all this way. Uh, I need a poo. And they've gone, I just have a poo on that. I'll make a little hole in that glacier and have a poo in it. And then I'll put the lid back on. No one's going to notice. And when it does come out, just pop in the sea. Bish bash bosh, right? Yeah. Now, problem there, Ol, is if the glacier doesn't make it as far as the sea, because it's melting, what do you get? Avalanche of poo. Avalanche <laughs> of poo. 66 tonnes. That's a lot of poo. See, hang on a minute. I mean, I've got my doubts about some of this. Ol. Is it because it's in the express? Well, kind of, yeah. Uh, but out in weight, when you have a poo... And I accept you're not an ordinary person in this regard. <laughs> Thank how, you. How much do you think your poo weighs? Sweetest thing you've ever said. <laughs> how much do you reckon your poo weighs, Ol? Uh, how much does my poo weigh? How much does your poo weigh, Ol? Uh, in bags of sugar, yes. I, would, <laughs> I would say probably about a third of a bag of sugar. So you would have to do how many poos to get... <laughs> Well, I'd have to do three, 66 three to tons do of, bag poo. of sugar. Yeah. Uh, so 300 to do um, uh, 100 bags of sugar. So 3,000 to do a ton. So it turns out by six, three, eight, that'd be like nearly um, 20,000. So. 200,000, nearly 200,000 poos. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Sounds about right. I'll level with you. I'll stop listening. Um, but I, uh, So that's a lot of poo. Also, I don't know if that is how much my poo weighs. I mean, could you look that up? I'd rather it's on your browsing history than mine. Of, of the week. So, 
anti-Inhof time. Now, Inhofs are bastards. Yes. Uh, but there are people who aren't bastards who are doing nice things. Who are the lovely, lovely puppies that we're going to celebrate and say are wonderful and the best things in sliced bread today, Dave? Well, you know, previously in anti-Inhof corner, we have had Caroline Lucas, MP. Uh, we've had uh, Michael Gove, you may remember, God, as an anti- controversial anti-Inhof, yeah. Um, but I, don't think, I think it's safe to say we've never quite had an anti-Inhof as upstanding and righteous as this week's one. Oh. Who is it? Gandhi? Nope. Uh, Mother Teresa? Nope. Although didn't she turn out to be a woman? No, you're thinking of Rolf Harris. <laughs> okay, not Rolf Harris. Who is it? Royal Dutch Shell. Shell, Shell. Yes. Oil, oil company Shell. Yes. Oil company. Oil company that's produced probably more carbon emissions than basically any other company Shell. Well, so here's the thing, Oh, Now. Oh, I can't wait for this. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to say some stuff. Have they started paying you? Uh, no, although, Shell, if you are listening and you would like to donate to our Patreon <laughs> at www.patreon.com slash sustainababble, where you can join the small but loyal army of Babble fans who contribute to the ongoing running costs of this esteemed organ, then please do. Is that a new watch you're wearing? Oil wasn't enough. Now you're going after our natural gas. Oh, now, ain't nothing natural about gas. Yeah, Shell. Now, back in episode 78, we talked about Shell being bastards. Uh, when we talked to that Barnaby Pace, if you remember, from Global Witness. And back in episode 98, we talked to the beast itself. We talked to David Hone from Shell. And we talked about Shell. So we've got some previous with Shell. Mm. Um, and all the way through the history of this esteemed babble, we've talked about Shell and what bastards they are. But they are doing some stuff. I just want to chuck a provocation in your Chevy Chase and see how you get on with it. Right? <laughs> you already have, mate. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shell are not exactly the nicest puppies in the zoo. But here is a list of things. I'm just going to give you a list of things that Shell have announced in the last six months that they're going to do, right? In the last six months. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Play the, ooh, I can't wait to find out what Shell have done music. Folks, I'd like to sing a song about the... That's the music, yep. (laughs) Good. Right, so most recently, Shell have announced... If I Arabella, um, what is it Shell have announced, please? Shell today announces a programme to invest in natural ecosystems as part of its strategy to act on global climate change, including addressing carbon dioxide emissions generated by customers when using its products. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, investing in natural ecosystems, all. Yeah, what's that then? Trees. Trees, yes, they're planting trees, but they can't say that for some reason. They can't say we are planting trees because it makes it sound like they're just, you know, planting trees. Instead, Mm. they are investing in natural ecosystems. Um, It's funny because they've sometimes not always been the greatest friend to natural ecosystems, but... No, it's good to know that they're uh, they're investing in them now. I suppose that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They purchased at the end of 2017. They purchased a power company called First Utility, and they announced just a few weeks ago that First Utility is now going to be rebranded and called Shell Energy, and will provide 700,000 customers, i.e., all the customers, with 100% renewable energy. 
Um, so that shell getting into the kind of electricity generation game, which it wasn't in before, and that electricity being 100% renewable, that's good, isn't it, Ol? You like renewables. What are First Utility doing? Are they already providing 100% renewable energy? Don't know that. Right. Um, they have announced targets to cut emissions on little rolling carbon budget type uh, timescales. So I think every three or four years they're going to set a new target, which is linked to the pay of their executives. So the first target they set just by 2021, which is only like, you know 18 months away pretty much, is to cut emissions by 3% uh, over the sort of a three-year period. 2 to 3%. 2 to 3%, yeah. Which Net carbon footprint. Uh, does that mean by like planting trees and making up for... I suspect it's worse happens? than that. I suspect as long as they're paying somebody else to do an offsetting scheme... They can count that, yeah. Right. Uh, But, you know, linking executive pay to it, that's a good thing. Not many companies do that. So for a company like Shell, which, let's face it, is about digging fossil fuels out of the ground and encouraging people to set fire to them, it's relatively enlightened to have your boss's pay linked to that. And, all. They have pulled out of lobby groups what uh, – this is one of the great things that people don't realise is that Shell as a company might very well have a position of being like, yeah, we're sorry about all that bashing climate change stuff, we're changed, we're nice, but they're still like paid to be members of big business lobby groups that go around and say all of that stuff. But they pulled out of those, pulled out of them, said we don't want to do that no more, don't want to be in them lobby groups that go and argue for why, like how wide oil companies in general are important and climate policies in general are bad. So they pulled out of that. So there you are. They are climate Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as you might imagine, I completely agree with that assessment and have no problem at all with us putting Shell in in Andy and Hoff corner. Should we move on to the next? We'll move on. Well, just before we do, um, so how much of it is it that they're planning to invest in the next three years uh, as part of this this program in? you know, investing in natural ecosystems. Uh, it says here that investing in natural ecosystems all, is going to cost 300 million quid over the next three years. So $100 million, sorry, $100 million a year for the next three years. Okay. And you've probably covered this already, but just in case you haven't mentioned it, um, what, uh, what was their revenue in 2018? Uh, well, they'll be spending a significant chunk of their money on this tree planting thing. So I'm going to say maybe uh, maybe a billion a billion dollars, maybe a billion dollars. So that'd be, that'd be them investing like 10% of their revenues in tree planting. Right. It's, I mean, you're close. You're very close. Uh, and it was, you know, it's quite a lot lower in 2018 than in, for instance, 2011, when it was 470 billion US dollars. What? Uh, but 2018 was a measly 388 billion US dollars. That's revenue. That's revenue. Yeah. Uh, profit however, was only 23.9 billion US dollars in 2018. So that's a lot of trees you can uh, plant. Let's just, can we just calculate, let's get your your calculator out. And I can see how quickly I can do this. Uh, Heads up, it's not going to be quick. So think of something to say. Let's say that Shell's business takes a downturn. What do you think is going to go first? Uh, the 100 million going to trees or, you know, the rest of their profit? I have a feeling that they are not hugely serious about spending a lot of this money on trees. More to the point, I have a feeling they're not hugely serious about stopping doing the thing, which means that we need to restore ecosystem services or whatever guff they've chosen to use. Or stopping doing the thing, which means that the planet is burning. 
because of all the oil they're digging up and all the oil they're burning. I don't think they're massively keen either on going, do you know what? We have known about this since the 1980s and have been warned against it since the 1980s and have chosen not to do anything about it. And worse than that, we've chosen to pour millions and millions and squillions and gazillions of dollars into very well-organised precision gardening campaigns to make sure that people can whose opinions they have paid zero attention to for the last 50 years. They've not cared what we thought until this point, but I'm delighted that you think it is our job to come out now and say, well done, Shell, all is forgiven. Have yourself a twinkle. A what? Twinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know what I was going to say for that last word. So, like, can an oil company ever get any credit for anything? That's the question. It's the wrong question. I don't care if they ever get any credit for something. Like they've, they haven't been looking for credit up until this point, and they're presumably not looking for credit any, any more than you know the babble's looking for credit. Uh, and uh, I don't care. I don't care if they if they are looking for credit. Like what they need to do for us to say, oh, they're a force for good, is to stop spending money on digging up and burning fossil fuels and start spending all of their money on something else, which they're not going to do. Like can't do that. Right, well, then they're the problem, aren't they? Reasons to be cheerful. So, reasons to be cheerful. Now, look, everything's going to shit. Glaciers are falling into the sea. Uh, avalanches of poo literally and metaphorically are coming our way but 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 some good things are happening including this week dave dave oh, is a good thing that a is happening good thing you know what else is a good thing oh i can't think of anything better clean air that's a good thing yeah, that's a good yeah, thing that's yeah good thing. Um, and if you live in stinky london you might find from last week that it's all got a little bit less stinky oh because of news. you les because of me Les. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a football commentary. What's a ULES? Oh? A ULES is an ultra low emission zone. Uh, it's an area of London, the same area that the congestion charge applies to, where from now, as you listen, uh, you will have to pay a charge to take a stinky vehicle into. The theory being that that charge will deter people or some people from taking a stinky vehicle into that area and therefore the air will be less stinky um, it's not a new concept it happens in lots of places all over the world um, and it's a bit crude as these kind of mechanisms go but hopefully effective and and certainly transport for london the people in charge of stinky air and transport in stinky london think that you'll have a really significant improvement in filthiness of our filthy air so hang on i'll, I'll play the uh, i'll play the statistics music oh, oh there it is well oh. like, can you give me any statistics about what this i haven't got them in front of me but oh. i believe <laughs> i believe <laughs> that's about, that, that's that about a 40 percent reduction in uh, nox is anticipated nox. so look this is very good we're running out of time uh one question for you oh well, a couple of questions uh, it's really kind of about who pays for this stuff so you were mm. pointing out to me that uh, all of this stuff about making drivers pay for like the stuff coming out the back end of their car uh, is feels a bit like it's letting off 
them companies, go back and listen to episode 25 when we talked about naughty Volkswagen, yeah. that have done naughty things with and emissions. The mon- and the monkey 103. One. Yeah. Um, that have done naughty stuff about fiddling exhausts emissions tests. Yeah, so shouldn't they be paying for it rather than Joe Bloggs and Mr. Poor Uber driver who can't really pay for this stuff? Shouldn't they be paying for it? Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Uh, there was a news story this week about BMW and Mercedes um, colluding to limit the development of environmentally friendly emissions limiting technology, Ooh, which to you and me means they knew how to make cars cleaner. They just decided not to, and they all agreed in a sort of cartel-like way. That's so inhoffy. They wouldn't. Um, yeah, extremely inhoffy. Uh, they've given some mealy mouths sort of half denials of that, but not very strong denials of it. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Why shouldn't they be the ones paying to clean up our air rather than people who might be stuck in a old, stinky car and not really have the means to get out of it? Now, look, policymakers, those people boffins in the testicle in uh, City Hall are, uh, you know what I mean. Yes, go, back and, listen, like a, go back and listen to episode 100 and, uh, the solo one. 16. Yeah, we, for, we were atop the, the ball. Yes, we were atop the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, those people, they're well aware of this. They're trying to make it as kind of fair as it can be and give people lots of notice and exemptions and little bits of help here and there. But it's crude. What can I say? Um, I mean, I, I guess in London, you do have a better kind of tra- train and bus network than in a lot of other places. And therefore, it is possible to get around without a car, particularly in that tiny bit in the middle better than it is in other places. So I don't want to be too kind of, oh, poor them. There's no No, 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 other possible way to get around. But if you're a business, then I do see uh, annoying. Uh, Yeah. Um, uh, The shit, of course, will hit the fan when they uh, expand it, which they're planning to do in a couple of years, right? Yeah. it goes out to much, or if indeed they do, because, you know, let's see if that happens. But uh, anyway, yes, interesting thing. Apparently described as like one of the most, the boldest plans on air pollution anywhere in the world, apparently. Bollocks. Pat Wells, what a thing said. Um, the, one of the boldest plans you'd never heard of. So if you're anywhere li- near London, you might now have heard of it. Ah, oh, great. Well done us. Things that make you go... Right, things that make you go, hmm, or indeed things that make you go, oh, 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 I could be eating a bad egg. Hey, oh, why should you never have two eggs for breakfast? I don't know. Because one egg is enough. (laughs) Shit, hey, oh, in France, why should you never, bollocks. Right, yes. Now, we are talking about eggs because um, there has been a report saying that Britons... That us? Yes, you and me, Britons. Yes. Uh, we throw away 720 million eggs each year a big number. just because they go beyond their best before dates. Blimey. Ah. That's a lot of eggs. It is a lot of eggs. You know how many and eggs that is? If everyone in the country ate eggs, which they don't, but if yeah. they did, that would be One something each. Ten like... Ten each. No, it's like 11, 12 each. 12 eggs each. Yeah. Chuck them out. Yeah. That can't be right. I reckon some people are chucking out more than their fair share of eggs. Is that every day? No, it's per year. A year? Oh, yeah. fair enough. Okay. Ah, oh, fair enough. Who are we, what are we worrying about then? <laughs> yeah, but if you, if you work on a theory that says, like, not everyone eats eggs, so call it, like, 40 million, for argument's sake, right? Yeah. Uh, then you get, you know, then it's, like, sort of 15 eggs or something like that. But, like, is that in our houses or is it in restaurants? Don't know. Right. Uh, 
I don't know if that's a lot of eggs or not. The point probably, is, don't throw your eggs. But the point is, right, there's probably nothing wrong with them eggs. Eat them eggs. Yes, exactly. These are be- before their best before dates. Oh, so like ru- best before dates. Don't get me started on best before no, dates. No, feel free to start. Bastard things <laughs> coming over here, ruining our food. Nothing wrong with it. It's, I'm, when I go home here from Babel Towers and I go home and make my dinner, I guarantee you, whatever it looks like, and it will just be some whacked together things on a paper plate. Throughout the fridge, we'll be out of that. Lifeless, colourless mush. Yeah, beige, beige, fake vegan cheese with beige, fake vegan mustard in beige bread. Yep. Brilliant. But I guarantee you it's all going to be past its best before date. It's not going to make me ill. Didn't yesterday, won't tomorrow. Animals are innocent. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for it. So that is just about it for another episode of Babble. Thank you very, very much, Dave, for your avalanche of poo. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you to my little niece, Arabella, for reading out the Yiko poo. And thank you to the majestic Dickie Moore for the music that begins, ends and intertwinkles this podcast, as well as thank you to the even more majestic Artist Oval for designing the artwork, which is on our website and on our T-shirts, which you can buy on our website, Dave. You can indeed. Uh, no thanks at all to the British Podcast Award. I said we Bastards. shouldn't bother entering, and we shouldn't bother entering. I spent ages on that. I know you did. I know you did. Never mind. Never mind. Um, you can get in touch with us. You can let us know what you thought of the show. You can email us, hello, at sustainababble.fish. You can find us on Facebook, just search Sustainababble, or we're on Twitter, at the Babble wagon and if you want to donate to our ongoing running costs as Morwenna did and Cheryl did this week thank you very very much you can do so at wobblywobblywobbly.patreon.com slash sustainababble contribute to help us make podcasts good Yes, uh, if you like the podcast, not enough to give us money, but enough to say nice things about it, give us a rating on iTunes, uh, a five-star rating ideally, uh, and just tell someone about it. We love it when we get new listeners, because their mates have said, listen to the babble. Right, ending done in record time. Oh, shall we go? Yes, let's go for a spear mint. Spear mint? A, a spear. A spe- I see spear. what you've done. Very spear. Good. Thank mint. you very much. I'll see you next week. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.